is a podcast on the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. So what I told you was true, from a certain point of view. A certain point of view? Luke, you're going to find that many of the truths we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view. From a certain point of view. A certain point of view. Welcome to A Certain Point of View. Tonight, we are going to be talking about Darth Vader and the prophecy of the Chosen One from A Certain Point of View. So let's get into the discussion. Uh, a Certain Point of View uh, on on the prophecy of the Chosen One. Uh, so... So when Star Wars first came out, we find out that Darth Vader is Luke's father, and he's the one that winds up killing the Emperor. Uh, there was no prophecy of the Chosen One that was written um, into the original Star Wars trilogy. However, when we got the prequel trilogy, starting with 1999's The Phantom Menace, obviously Qui-Gon drops the line uh, about about him possibly being the, the fulfillment of that prophecy, um, and that he is going to take it upon himself to train the boy despite what the jedi council says so that's the first time that we hear about the prophecy of the chosen one but that was something that made everybody kind of uh, especially star wars fans kind of like perk up and say like wait a minute so darth vader and anakin skywalker is a messiah and what i really want to discuss tonight is just using what we've gotten in the films, looking at it, what does what does this prophecy of the chosen one mean? Because it's not like it's not like Yoda when he talks about it opens up a scroll and reads off like <laughs> "Yay, ni, uh, the prophecy of the chosen one shall be one that has born without a father." And but you know, it's not like and verily, verily, <laughs> yeah. There's there's nothing like that 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 comes up. So we don't actually know what the prophecy of the chosen one. is is it's possible that it's something that comes from the journal of the wills um and so there, there it leaves this this gap for for truths to be filled in from a certain point of view so um what what does the what does the prophecy of the chosen one mean for 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 everybody else uh, dan what, what do you think this prophecy of the chosen one is all about so, so just remember, it, it's basically there will be one that will bring balance to the force. That's right. Basically, and, what the and as as George Lucas said in several interviews, balance to the force does not mean like there's ten Sith and there's ten Jedi. Hence, balance. Um, the 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 nature of the force is to be light. Uh, and dark side users are, are are bastardizing this light energy. So therefore, bringing balance to the force would be to destroy the dark side completely. <clears throat> that sounds like some Jedi bullshit that George Lucas is uh, throwing out there. Because, you know, from a certain point of view, the dark side isn't <laughs> actually the dark side. You know, uh, like... I- 
for me, balance actually literally means like, all right, there's one Sith Lord and there's one Sith whatever the fuck you want to call him. And then there's like, apprentice. Sure, sure. And then there's like a Jedi Master and then a Jedi Knight or whatever. Like, there's actually like real balance as opposed to like, if, when you see it in the prequels, it's like, all right, yo, we got like a billion Jedi. What are you going to fucking do, two people? Nothing. That's right. Fuck you. That's not balance. So you're taking like, it like you're taking it in the most literal aspect possible. You're looking at a yin and a yang and you're saying there's mm-hmm. like there's 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 even dark, there's even white and there's a little bit of of each other in the opposite side. Right. Like I feel with the prequels were almost overwhelmingly light and then in the second trilogy and I call it the second trilogy. I, of course, mean the first trilogy. I fucking hate you, George Lucas. You made this so confusing for anyone to talk about. Just call it the just, Clone Wars and the Galactic Civil War. Yeah, or or just say the original trilogy. There we go. Whatever. But like in the original trilogy, it's overwhelmingly dark. And now with this this brand new trilogy, which uh, whatever, uh, we don't really know yet. Like it, yeah. it seems to be uh, that they're actually does seem to be a real balance here like right given you know, the trailers we've seen for last jedi it seems like you know um there 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 might be a gray area in there that we haven't really been been given much of previously all right mm-hmm. so mm. so so you're saying dan that since uh since darth vader actually was the one that that basically killed the majority of the Jedi, and in mm-hmm. the, in the comics and stuff, he does the Jedi purge and everything like that. So, right, he, he brought balance to the Force then by at, by the end of the prequels by killing off all the Jedi because Yoda does say in Revenge of the Sith um, when he's, when when uh, I believe it's uh, Mace Windu who says to him, "But is is he not the is he not the chosen one? Is he not the one from prophecy?" And Yoda says, "A prophecy misread may be." So. That would be. That's just Jedi fucking spin, dude. Don't listen. (laughs) Don't listen to Yoda. That's definitely something that that we will bring up in. uh, Yeah, and yeah, I don't want to get too much into that because I I do feel like you know because things are told from uh, the Jedi point of view in the in the movies or like the the rebel side or yeah we uh, i guess the light side of the force in episode like two we will skewed in episode two we will definitely delve into more um of of this jedi spin of yeah. you know you know were the jedi corrupt and yeah and were they arrogant so all right but yeah yeah i i feel i feel like darth vader is actually the chosen one of prophecy where right. and he did actually bring balance to the force and by the end of episode three the, he, he he accomplished that because he was the apprentice mm-hmm. and the emperor was the was the was was the sith master and then you mm-hmm. have obi-wan and yoda left so therefore exactly. balance fair yep. enough all right duty what does the prophecy of the chosen one mean to you man um, I actually hadn't heard of the the George Lucas saying, um, you know, the two Sith yeah. being the Emperor and Vader sort of deal. I, I, which I wish I could tell honest- you the the source, but yeah, I I don't I don't remember the source, but that uh, that was something that like someone had brought up with him that like, well, technically, isn't the Force now out of balance since Luke is the only Force user known to the audience? And he was like, well, no, the Force wants to be balanced. It want and and light is the balance. Um, being light is 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 how it should be. That's it's it's a benevolent force, not a malevolent force. So, yeah, I sort of I sort of uh, interpret it as um, 
You've got at the end of episode six, Vader kills the Emperor, Vader dies, Obi-Wan and and, uh, and Yoda are dead. I don't see, like, even though Luke says he is a Jedi, I don't see him as a traditional Jedi in the sense of what we've seen in the, right. well, what we saw in and the And he also flirts with the dark side to defeat Vader and the Emperor there. So, yeah, technically, he- you could say that the balance exists within him, which is kind of something that the, that the Last Jedi previews have alluded to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in that instance, Anakin or Vader does bring balance to the Force because the both two remaining Jedi's are dead, at least uh, unless Disney make four more Jedi's that are hiding out on hidden planets that have their own TV series spin-offs. And the 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 Emperor is dead and Anakin himself is now dead, but that also what George Lucas has said in relation to the prophecy how, you know, a, a balance between the Force You've got Inquisitors now that use the Force and lightsabers, so this imbalance and imbalance thing just doesn't make sense now with this new continuity that Disney's brought along. Right. It's like Metachlorians. We don't hear Metachlorians again after after the you know the first episode. But how will I judge everyone's power level? <laughs> um, you wear a scouter. You, you, yeah, exactly. You wear a scouter. That's, that's, that's the best way to describe it. Uh, and then if you're really good, you don't need a scouter. In the in the old EU, uh, Luke was able to delve into people's minds using the Force, and the the level of pushback he got from them was about as strong as they were in the Force. So in the new in in the new Jedi uh, Academy, um, there's there's one there's one young Jedi or, or one young prospect that he pushes, and that prospect when he pushes into his mind throws Luke. Uh, all the way across the room and into some into some uh, into some plasty steel crates. So uh, that is, you know, it, it, it was a way to test how strong somebody was in the Force before Metachlorians existed uh, in continuity. That's, that's something they're probably using in the new canon as well in relation to the the Kylo Ren racing, right? So uh, it, it's it's one of those it's one of those things that there there are ways to test how powerful someone is in the force, but it only existed in the EU, um, unless you had a a handy dandy uh, CSI blood test kit like uh, Qui Gon did, which was made out of a razor, ladies razor. I'm fairly sure it was. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. That was that was the communicator. Communicator. Communicator was a lady was a lady's razor. Doesn't he put blood inside his communicator? <laughs> I guess so. Oh. It does everything. I, I, I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember that part. It's all in one. Your iPhone reads your fingerprint, so it's someday, someday it'll be able to test blood. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm for, surprised it doesn't already. So for me, what the prophecy of the chosen one means is that Vader is the first being that's born uh, uh, of the Force, uh, uh, which is is kind of what his mother alludes to that there was no father, um, and by being that every every heir and everyone in his line in his in his genealogy and his lineage will also pretty much be powerful in the force as he was and it's always you know by by him reproducing and having luke and leia he ensures that there is always a skywalker to battle the dark to to bring the balance so from from that okay from that point on technically he is the prophecy of the chosen one because it's his bloodline since he's technically the start of it that will always be around to bring that balance however if ray does not turn out to be from that line then technically my my theory will be shot to hell unless ben solo has his uh own you know turn 
uh, to to the light, in which case then then he would be bringing balance, and he is of that line, even though he does not bear a Skywalker name. So that that's always mm. been the way I've seen the the prophecy of the Chosen One is that based on Vader's existence and him having offspring, that they are the ones that will always be there to to bring balance uh, to the Force. So I mean, it's, it's it's so we have to like start poking holes in each other's in each other's mm-hmm. arguments mm-hmm. here. Uh, so for for I mean, for Dan's argument, um, I always have to I, I got to go with. Unfortunately, even though he sucks in your mind, the guy who created it has said that the dark side is a bastardization of the Force. So and and even even to their lightsaber, this is the guy that also made the prequels. So I mean. <laughs> Can you really trust him? It doesn't matter. He's the guy that created it. He gets to change what he wants, and he's proven that time and time again. Every time he's revisited the trilogy and changed uh, the thing here or there. Han didn't shoot first. It was that other guy. It was Greedo. That's something I forgot to ask you guys in uh, episode zero is did Han shoot first? I always wanted to. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think it's unequivocally yes, he did. Uh, but anyway, um, so... But but to that extent, it doesn't matter. He made it. I mean, he kind of he kind of got to change it until he sold it. Now he has no say over it. it. Doesn't matter what he says about Star Wars now. It's it's not in his court. So so he he can't he can't do anything with it anymore. But up until then, whatever he kind of said goes. But also, um, they they've also added things not just in the EU, but actually in continuity with uh, Star Wars, Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels, and stuff like that, where they've explained that that the technically the Sith are bastardizing the Force and even. To the extent that their their crystals that are in their lightsabers, what makes them red is that they're technically artificial. They're not kyber crystals. They are they are crystals that are basically infused with dark side through their dark will to power a lightsaber. So technically, even right down to the lightsabers, they are force you know false. They they mm. they are a bastardization of the force in in every way, shape, or form, the dark side. Even though it's tempting and it's easier to use the force in in that way, it, it is not the true way that the force is is meant to exist. My rebuttal is short and sweet. George Lucas is a fucking moron. Don't believe his <laughs> lies. He he he's that guy. He's that guy in Memento that you have the picture, the Polaroid picture of that says don't believe his lies. That's that's who George Lucas is. All right. <laughs> I think Lucas has brought us some good things. It's just the the way he's gone about explaining them is is what makes him look a bit loopy. A bit. Well, I mean, let's face it. When when you write a story, right, and you know, y- you can take it for face value, or it, it you know, if it becomes a huge fandom like Star Wars has done, the bigger it gets, mm. the closer to scrutiny it becomes. Um, you get people like me who become overly obsessed with it and then pour over every line of the film looking for those incontinuities and those mistakes and then point them out and they go, hey, man, you didn't get that right. You, you know, you, you, you fucked up. And then they immediately have to retcon it. And he himself has to retcon it in interviews, just like he probably had to do in that interview that, uh, that in those interviews that I'm you know talking about. So, mm. yeah. I, I, that's, that's all I got. I, I I just have George Lucas is an idiot as a robot bottle. That's, <laughs> that's it. So, uh, duty uh, as 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 far as you know as as far as your uh, your your take on on the prophecy of the chosen one. I'm- yeah, I I actually hadn't thought of your um your essentially your opinion in relation to that he's born of the Force and his offspring's keep the balance. I have never heard of that theory before, and I'm actually I actually quite quite you know, agree with it um, in relation to 
is Rey a Skywalker? That's that's a whole another question altogether. Yeah, I but mean, in relation is she a Palpatine, an Obi Wan. Please, you know, please don't, please don't let her be a fucking Skywalker. I, I'm, I'm actually with you, Dan. I do not. Please God, I do not. Yeah, I don't want a Skywalker. I do not want her to be a Skywalker. That's just that. That's too easy, right? Like that's too easy. It's too cheap. It's like, yeah. oh hey, we got another one. <laughs> <laughs> It's a buy two, get I, one free down here. Skywalker Ranch. You pick a hero on Skywalker. <laughs> you want to pick the Ray Skywalker? You want the Ben Solo? What do you want? Which model you want here? We've got two of them. How you doing, sir? Do you do you need a protagonist? Well, here, get your very own female Skywalker. She comes with all the female parts and Skywalker force powers. So you can choose it. Uh, you can kick your Skywalker. You can get her in white or you can get it in black. Uh, that's really the only two colors we got, light and dark. Uh, but you know what? One of them going somewhere else with that. One of them is is <laughs> one of them is completely untrained. The other one has has devoted his entire life to this thing. Uh, but but this one is just naturally akin to the force. She's a Mary Sue. You got to take her home. I'm telling you right now. Come this get one this here, Skywalker. if you buy this one here, you don't have to see her until she's about 1920, so that means you don't have to pay child support, you don't have to pay education, and you don't have to buy her that toy that she wants from that toy store. This one on the <laughs> other side, you have to do that, and if you don't do that, he'll kill you in a couple of years. She just sits in a hollowed out AT-AT playing with the same, <laughs> with the same rebel scum ragdoll. <laughs> That's all uh, you need. Uh, sh- show note: This is this was recorded before the Last Jedi that's came true. out. Show note: Yeah, this is yeah. A, this was recorded before yeah. the Last Jedi. But I mean, uh, <laughs> it, it the, the the prophecy of the chosen one. It's just it really. I don't think anyone ever meant it to be like. I really don't even think George Lucas meant it to be this big thing. You know, I, I think it was something. It might have even been a storyline that was brought up in phantom menace and then kind of dropped because it's not it's not really like mentioned in attack of the clones right it's it, no one mentions yeah. that he's the chosen one and it's, it's it's only in that moment in revenge of the sith where where yoda and mace windu bring it up again so it, i i feel like it was almost like this throwaway thing like metachlorians metachlorians show up in episode one and are never brought up again they're they're, they're not brought up mm. again and they're absolute fucking bullshit um but i mean it, you know, it it's it's something that I feel like it's that he realized he left hanging out there, or or someone who works with him went, uh, "Hey George, yeah, yeah, what? You, you said that Anakin was the chosen one. What, what did you, what did you mean by that? Oh, oh shit. Um, well, you know what? Um, <laughs> he's, he, he's the main bad guy of the movie. He's the he, chosen uh, one. Yeah, and it's like, well, but if he's the chosen one, what? Why is why is he bad? Oh, I. Well, you know, we it's uh, we'll explore that, you know, deeper um later. Um in in episode 7 eventually. Fuck you, George Lucas, <laughs> fucking moron. Uh, I hate this guy. <laughs> but I mean, like so so when Qui-Gon tests Anakin's, you know, his uh his metachlorians on when when he tests them on Tatooine, you know, they, and they, really he he's making sure he doesn't have like diabetes or something. Let's be let's be clear. Like, let's, let's I don't have sure. enough jelly beans in the ship to keep this kid happy. And <laughs> to make sure he doesn't have enough jelly beans, we don't have a hyperdrive system, let alone enough jelly beans to keep his blood sugar high. So, like he says that 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 his metachlorian count is higher than that of even Master Yoda's, who I guess is their high water mark for all Jedi dumb. Um, and so you know it it's they set you up right off the bat that he's so powerful. Um, what what is wrong with Darth Vader then by the time we get to 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 the original trilogy? 
is he as, as well, powerful as Vader? At I mean, that he point? looked at I, he looked at himself in the mirror and was like, "Holy shit, I'm I'm Hayden Christensen. This fucking sucks." <laughs> no, but I mean, or seriously, or technically, since metachlorians are in your blood, when he loses two arms and two legs and most of yeah. his internal organs, does that mean hmm. that his force ability is now reduced? Because technically, those metachlorians are spilt all over the 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 lava shorelines of Mustafar. Huh. Yeah, I actually I I agree with that. Um. I was also reading, I think it might have been in the Legends canon, but when um, uh, essentially Vader, when Vader gets into his suit and he becomes Vader, the Emperor is constantly sort of searching for a replacement of Vader for someone who, because Vader used to be this big, powerful sort of brick house of a weapon, and now that he's lost his limbs, he's a hell of a lot more weaker, but he's more right. intimidating. So looking for your, your next off the bat, and Vader just keeps knocking him back. I think it was a comic book series where Vader fights Darth Maul. Darth Maul gets resurrected, and Vader kicks the shit out of Darth uh, Maul yeah, solely yeah, yeah. because he has robot. Yeah, that limbs. that that was uh, that that wasn't even. I don't, I don't even think that was even Legends canon at, at, at the point that um, at the point that the EU disappeared. I think that that had even been regulated to even lower than that. That was more of like dream sequence level oh, yeah. at that point. Um, but that that is one of the things. Like, I mean, Darth Maul is just one of those people that everybody wants to see, right? Like, he was he was the well, coolest yeah. part of Episode One, and you yeah, couldn't he got un- job squatted, Jesus! <laughs> right? Like, he got jobbed out so hard to Anakin. Right. Hey, it, not, I'm sorry, not Anakin, Obi Wan. You're, you're you're not a huge Star Wars fan. You'll never do it, but he does show up in the Clone Wars, and they they do a pretty good job of bringing you him back. You need to watch it. It's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, the, it's on Netflix. You have to do it. They do a pretty good uh, job of bringing him back. But even better I, than that, when he shows up in Rebels, they do a great job of giving him a send off. Like his send off is one one of my favorite episodes of Rebels, and it's one of my favorite appearances of Obi Wan ever. They 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 obviously I haven't seen it, but I've uh, seen the the fight, and I wasn't a fan of that fight. Dude, everyone says that you're not a fan of the fight. But here's the thing: watch the lightsaber battles in in episode. In, in in the original trilogies and then go back and watch that lightsaber battle. It's very akin to that, first off. So we're getting into appropriate lightsaber battles for the air. And secondly, mm. um, one of the things that like if if you've ever done any type of sword fighting or fencing or just even watched fencing in the Olympics, how long does each like little match last? 10 to 20 uh, seconds yeah. at tops. Um, and also, you got to remember that Obi-Wan, even though he is alone on Tatooine, He's been doing nothing but training that entire time, becoming closer to the Force, more one with the Force, more akin to the Force. And then getting into what I was saying, Darth Maul, who's falling further and further and further to the dark side um, and has his his own agenda there, he is he's just not as strong in the Force as Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan has far surpassed him. Obi-Wan's Super Saiyan level three while fucking uh, Darth Maul is just K.O. Ken times 10. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so- <laughs> Dude, he just held up a uh, a Super Saiyan <laughs> Goku on his Skype. So, like while you were talking about it, I'm like, this thing's falling apart, and I'm like, hang on. <laughs> but so I actually really enjoyed that fight between them because I thought that was appropriate for not having seen each other in what thirty some years. 
and mm. Obi yeah. Obi Wan has surpassed him, you know. And it was a nice way to to show that, like, when everyone's like, "Oh man, Obi Wan beat Darth Maul in such a bullshit way," it's like, well, "No, nah, it, it wasn't bullshit." What is bullshit is that Obi Wan says, "I got the high ground." What the fuck does that mean? Because you had the low ground in Episode One, and then you took the high ground <laughs> and killed Darth Maul. How'd you? Why didn't Anakin just do that? Why didn't he take a page yeah. out of that book? You didn't share all your secrets, man. That's why you're a bad fucking teacher. <laughs> That has become the. I have the high ground. Anakin has become meme worthy for me. Like anytime I'm playing video games where like it it, it uh, there's like verticality involved, I'm like, don't try it. I have the high ground. And it's like, wait, actually having the high ground is the worst part when you're playing a shooter because it's like you're way more exposed. It is. Yeah. Sorry, sorry for the quick tangent, but uh, it, 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 that has ascended to meme status for me at this point. Uh, but. <laughs> But uh, going back to what we were talking about, where like you know the Metaclorians say that that Vader is is the strongest, and therefore he is the prophecy of the chosen one. There's there's no way to prove that, right? Like throughout, Star oh, he War, takes on the whole Jedi Temple by himself. It doesn't matter. There there could be another prophecy of the chosen one. We're not done with Star Wars movies. At any time, True. they can kind of bring that in and be like, well, he wasn't. Luke was technically, or you know, maybe Snoke is. Maybe Snoke. Maybe Snoke is. is. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm very, I'm, I'm very keen to stay away from you know, uh, delving into to, to uh, Snoke theory. Snoke yeah, theories, theories it. about a trilogy that's still coming out. Because I, I, I don't watch theory videos and stuff. I just want to like. I just want to experience these new movies as they come, as they're given to me. I mean, if I enjoy them, I, I you know, great. If I, if I don't, you know, that sucks. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't want to sit there and, and try to, like, delve into these until they're done. When they're done, then I'll go in and delve to them in the yeah. same way I've delved into these ones, you know, the original mm -hmm. trilogy, yeah. the prequel trilogy. I just want to let them happen as they're going to happen. Yeah. But the, uh, so, so the prophecy of the chosen one, I'm not sure if we really came up with, with, with the right answer here tonight. It, it's clearly mine. I mean, that's <laughs> not even a, it's not even a question. Alzheimer's kicked in. <laughs> but I mean, I, I really, I, it's, it's, it's a tough call because it's, it's definitely something that they've dropped now, right? Like it, it's, it's, it hasn't been, it wasn't brought up in the Force Awakens, right? Uh, technically, you know, if someone said that, well, no, shit, have you seen what Ray can do with no training? She's the prophecy of the chosen one. That would 100% jive because we don't know a what the prophecy of the chosen one really is and yeah and 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 b you know she she shows more raw talent than Anakin did when he was discovered even though he was 10 and she's 20 but you know he he definitely she, you know she shows actual raw talent where Anakin actually had to be trained you know the the only reason they know that he's force sensitive is is a fucking blood test and the fact that he's the only human who can who who can drive a, a pod racer <laughs> That so and wait, he wait, was, he's ser like, serious Jesus, thing he was, here. Yeah, yeah. How do we know Ray's age? Like, did they actually say that somewhere? Uh, no, I mean, she's uh, she's uh, you. The hero's journey always starts at the at, at, like the onset of adulthood, and that's just that that that's just going okay, back so to the hero's journey, okay. right? Right. So okay. so so you guesstimate that Luke's somewhere between eighteen to twenty years old. So you would guess that uh, Luke Luke is nineteen, nineteen in episode four. In episode four. So so you guess that Ray's story would also be beginning around the same time. They also throw things in uh, in novelizations like you know uh, cycles. You know, they usually throw cycles. She's X about a cycle 
cycles and stuff like that. So you know, not 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 menstrual cycle, uh, other cycles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, Dave. I'm, my my mind is not entirely in the gutter. Just sometimes. Uh, so, yeah, I think. But the, I mean, the way they did the timeline for for seven, it's the exact same time uh, amount of time that it's been since episode six. So I think Ray is. 20 something yeah so yeah. very early 20s I yeah, yeah it's it's always at your onset of adulthood you know you're you're, you're around that age um but mm. for you know for one of the things that that's always bothered me and it's always you know is in episode one he's 10 years old right or or about that age and yoda mm-hmm. says mm-hmm. too old too old to begin the training too old and mm. and then but yeah yoda looks at luke and he's just like well, you're just right. <laughs> well, well I, I Ben think... Ben does give him some. Uh, ben Kenobi does sort of sway Yoda over. Right. Uh, yeah. Was I any different when you trained me? Well, no, because I didn't train you, Obi Wan. <laughs> like I didn't. Yeah. That's yeah. That's 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 a that's a topic for another time. Um, that's six foot five that... guy. He trained you. <laughs> <laughs> Taken trained you. The fucking giant guy that didn't fit in the sets on on. <laughs> On the soundstage, he didn't fit. We, we we actually had to raise everything up and spend an extra couple million dollars to re redesign the sets because we cast a dude who's fucking ginormous. <laughs> well, I also I think with like Yoda and and Luke, it's just like, uh, well, fuck, I need somebody. Right? Like, yeah. What are your options? Right? <laughs> what What are your options? It's this guy or nobody. Oh, f- fuck it, I'll take this guy. I guess. No, there was another. I mean, yeah, there, there, was, yeah, another. there was another. Why didn't they go for for Leia? I mean, she's the headstrong one, right? Like, she's actually the one that's that that, that I feel this, like this if she, movie was made. That movie was made in the nineteen seventies. There's no, your but also like if you really wanted to delve into the character of of Luke and Leia, Luke was 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 kind of pure, right? Like he's kind of he was kind of like untouched. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, very true. Because he wasn't touched by war yet, right? Like Leia, where, who'd where been Leia missions you know, for years. she yeah. she has victory in 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 her in her sights. So she would be the one to flirt with the dark side more than Luke to more get to that degree, end game. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but th- that that's just always bothered me. Is 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 like you know Yoda's like oh, he's too he's too old, and it's like well how old are these kids when you're fucking stealing them? We find out in Rebels it is infancy. Like there, there is a Jedi nursery like that exists. So, so when we get into the episode where we discuss, you know, the, the, uh, the, the arrogance of the Jedi, but also, you know, when later on, when we discuss their dueling philosophies and stuff like that, it is indoctrination Mm. that is happening to these kids. Mm -hmm. And, and one of the things that we, you know, uh, we know that Obi-Wan chooses Ben Kenobi, but he's Obi-Wan in the prequels and he's Obi-Wan to, to certain people. Um, Mm. that's one of the things that, that was kind of dropped from star Wars and then picked up again is that you choose a Jedi name. Like you, you have your birth name and then you choose a Jedi name. Like we just found out in rebels that, uh, sorry for duty spoilers that, uh, that, that Kanan is not, is not Kanan's real name. He, he he was he his last name was Doom, um, and and he had a completely different first name. Uh, that Quinlan Voss, that's not his first name. Uh, even Qui Gon Jinn, these are all chosen names. But Luke Skywalker still mm. Luke Skywalker. So so when when you become a Jedi, technically you're supposed to choose choose a name. But Luke's still Luke. So is he even really a Jedi? He didn't. Is Yoda even Yoda's fucking real name? Fuck, mind blown. 
surely you could choose to keep your name though so yeah. maybe yeah uh, it's possible well, but that, that, that reminds me of when i got confirmed for catholicism so like you get to choose your like catholic name right well i didn't know that like technically kind of becomes part of your name so yes. like I, I mean i never use it but like i chose john and my middle name is john so technically my catholic name is daniel john john brennick because i'm <laughs> john, yeah, john. I, did, I did a similar thing yeah yeah david francis michael vizzini yeah <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be a conceivable. I wanted to be a fucking uh, a, an archangel, man. If I was gonna pick a saint's name, I was gonna be one that fucking goes to battle. I I just got bored and picked picked a name. I just it, it, Patrick's a saint, yep, and it's also my middle name, so that's fine. Just realized that all three of us are Catholics. Duty, Patrick, that's coming Patrick. from it. That, that, that that's coming well, from a weird place. It's, it's, it's Patrick, Patrick George, Patrick, Patrick George, Patrick. <laughs> Uh, I'm putting as Ring many quotation marks around Catholic as I can because, like, technically, yeah. I have all of the things that make me Catholic, but I haven't practiced in like ten years. That's nah, just how you're. I'm raised, Catholic, but I like to wank. It's fine. It's just how you're raised. Uh, one of the things that I I always I, I I always liked, and this is getting away from this prophecy of the chosen one, is um, people complain about Anakin's whining a lot in the in the original Same. trilogies. Go back and watch A New Hope and listen to Luke in the first like half hour of that movie. What a well, also, whiny I'm little to prick. Station to pick up some power converters. I, I just wonder, yeah, is that I the prophecy of the chosen station? Is that the prophecy of the chosen one? Is that like, you know, if if you're following my philosophy on it is like that Anakin will have offspring. Yes, they will all be petulant dicks, including Leia. They're all assholes. <laughs> and then you get to and Kylo, yeah. yeah. And then you get to the Force Awakens, and Kylo is spazzing out, breaking computers down, and he's just like, ah, damn it, why? <laughs> and I find it so hilarious that like it's like that that that's it. Crime. The the only way. I tried to look for Kylo sound effects. I've, I've only got a couple. The uh, I do have a whiny one, but that's about it. Uh, so you, you don't have him smashing computers with a lightsaber. So th- that, that's no. that's kind of what I wanted to end this on. Is that apparently the prophecy of the chosen one is that it will be a lineage of absolutely whiny pricks <laughs> that you just <laughs> that you well, hope grow out of it. <laughs> well, I mean, with I, I Anakin. Sorry, go ahead, dude. Go on. No, go no, go no. on. Okay. Well, like with Anakin, let's remember this kid basically didn't actually have a childhood. Like, it's true. He lives on a he like he lives as a slave or whatever is up with him in the in the first episode of of Star Wars, and then like he has to go through all that Jedi training for episode two and three, and then he becomes Darth Vader, and then it's just like. When does this kid actually become like a, a human being? Like he he's basically just like a robot. Like it, and that kind of, I guess that kind of makes it poetic that he changes into yeah, basically like ninety percent a robot anyway. But like that sort of makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because like, he gets told he's free. He's no longer a slave. And then it's you can't be in love. You can't have attachments. No, you right. can't keep that. You can't grieve. And that is definitely so. When we talk about the arrogance of the Jedi and and you know their 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 whole thing, like it's almost like they 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 kind of set themselves up for this type of downfall, right? By mm. and and you can even make parallels to Catholic priests, where people always say like, well, you didn't let the guys get laid. You don't let the guys get married. So of course they're going to take the thing that's most abundant and available to them little boys younglings (laughs) right yeah so younglings (laughs) so uh (laughs) 
Jesus. <laughs> Anakin slaughters younglings. So, so no, but uh, I, I think what Dan said actually makes absolute absolute sense. That like when when one of them rebels against the doctrine of of the Jedi, that it's it's kind of crazy that there's like these dire consequences. That the fact that he fell in love. However, we've seen other Jedi fall in love without these dire consequences. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Obi Wan fell in love with Duchess Satine, but you know he didn't. He didn't slaughter younglings over it. <laughs> you know, he didn't. He 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 didn't. He didn't join the dark side. Although he resisted it more than Anakin did. I kind of like that though, because when you get into Episode Three, when when uh, when Obi Wan figures out that uh, Padme and Anakin are together, you can clearly tell on his face, like this is well well before like Rebels and Clone Wars, that he understands. Yeah what it's like to have an attachment yeah he mm-hmm. i mean he gets it yeah he, you know uh that's one of the things i always liked about obi-wan was like he it's, he seems like a dude who's lived like he's just fucking lived you know like uh he makes he makes a great pop vinyl yeah <laughs> <laughs> although he is he is technically the biggest dick and liar in the trilogy <laughs> it's like from a certain point of from view. From a certain point of view. It's like, from a certain <laughs> point of view, you fucking dick. You made me believe one thing. I've been living my entire life as this, and now you're fucking, you lied to me, man. I was trying to avenge my father, not fucking kill him. And it's like, well, by killing him, you are avenging him. Certain point of view. Uh, that, yeah, his, his actual <laughs> point of view, actually, in relation to Vader makes perfect sense for me. But one of the nice things is, and uh, like it's, it's that Luke kind of takes what Yoda and Obi-Wan tell him and he takes it to heart and he goes, yeah, but fuck you guys for making, for even putting me in this position. I'm going to come up with my own plan and I'm going to do it. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, I guess you guys can sit there in the afterlife, point at me and go, told you so. <laughs> but so, but, but, but that's one of the always things that I liked is that Luke went out there and, and he did his own thing. He didn't do what 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 Yoda and 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 Obi Wan yeah. were telling him to do, um, and he basically forces you know Vader to fulfill his prophecy by by trusting it, in in him to be still the man that he was on on the inside. It's it's really cool as well. Um, in the new Disney canon, uh, Anakin, uh, not Anakin, sorry, Luke forms an attachment with uh, another person, and um. You, you see similar-ish instance of what Anakin went through with Padme. Luke right. has a similar thing and how he reacts to it. So, it's, it's kind of cool to see him have right. that freedom and how the, free, the freedom that Luke has compared to what Anakin had it, it has changed his perspective right. completely. And and in, in Rebels, you know, we see one of Anakin's attachments return in Ahsoka when she meets him mm. in the Sith temple and she she goes into it kind of having an idea that it's Anakin under the mask and then when she slices his mask open and sees his face it it confirms That's it. That's a great shot. It confirms it for her and she she tries to do what Luke does. She tries to to get to his better nature and I think at that time it it wasn't there. You know, it was you, there there's a gleaming moment where you don't see the yellow Sith eyes in him. And you think he's he's just going to to kind of like kneel down and let her go, and then like he t- well, they- he turns it and he's he's just like then then you're the enemy and goes after her. And I it's one of the things that I love is that like 
they're, at least in the new canon uh, for, for Disney and in the shows that they're doing, they're setting Vader up to be kind of like where he does occasionally have this dueling ideology where um, you know he's still fighting the good within him to be to be dark. Yeah. And we see it with Kylo uh, as well in, in, in the new trilogy that we're getting. Mm-hmm. They just revealed this week what what we what you actually see when Vader meditates because when he's not out doing his thing he's in the meditation chamber or he's he's out of his suit of armor and they they showed us in the recent uh, Marvel comic of what he actually sees when he meditates and it's sort of like he's floating above an ocean that's in the middle of this massive huge storm and his like his limbs are pure white because his limbs are gone but there's right. like these light blue floating butterflies which are supposed to resemble like the the goodnum and like the sea eating the butterflies from the air so it's really cool graphic sort of way to describe how he's transitioning through and all that sort of stuff right and i got to imagine it it's very sim- it, it's very similar for for kylo um you know i yeah. I, I i think they've done a better job of showing that there's inner turmoil there with him than they did with vader cuz the first time you see vader in a new hope i mean when he comes onto the scene you're like ah yeah that's definitely the best guy right yeah we we don't really get chinks in that bad guy's armor until you know until episode six like that that that's when we first start like seeing it even a little bit in in empire strikes back when he reaches out to luke through the force after luke makes his escape um you kind of get the feeling that like all right maybe maybe there is an attachment there but it's it's kind of it's kind of funny that it's an attachment that that brings him to the dark and then it's the result of that attachment that that brings him back. Uh, mm-hmm. So thus going mm. to the theory that maybe Luke is the prophecy of the chosen one. It's very strange. I, yeah. I, 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 I'm not saying it's owed to us because as fans, you know, we get what we get. Nothing is ever owed to anybody. But uh, I, I, I would kind of like an explanation of this prophecy, please. <laughs> like, by, I, I like, I like the blind by someone and not, the, yeah. Name George Lucas. Anybody but, but George Lucas, explain this to me, please. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's fine. It doesn't I don't want George Lucas to explain it. I just want anybody to just like, and any any writer in in the Star Wars movies, you know, anybody, it's like any character in Star Wars, just kind of come out and be like, you know what, this is what it is. Uh, there's there's like this character in Rebels. He's called the Bendu. Uh, he is the perfect center line of light and dark. He is the gray, and um, I, I I would like to see like what his perspective on it is because for. You, you find out that the Sith kind of have like their own um, prophecy of the Chosen One as well. Really? Uh, yeah, when you get into Darth Plagueis and stuff like that, that um, uh, really, it, it's it's. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm. I don't know really what it is, but like kind of like Darth Plagueis was. It, you know the the before it was gone the Darth Plagueis novel was part of the was part of canon and it was heavily alluded to that Darth Plagueis is the one that manipulated the Metachlorians to create Anakin and then he was killed by Palpatine and Palpatine basically took Anakin for himself which is why he says in episode 1 we will watch your you know we will watch you uh in great with great interest, with great yeah. interest, yeah. We'll watch your career with great interest. Might have to read that. So, uh, yeah, Darth Plagueis was actually really cool. You kind of find out in it that Darth Plagueis was kind of alive during some of the uh, parts of Episode One. So technically, okay. Palpatine was operating as the apprentice with an mm-hmm. apprentice of his own in Darth Maul, which then later gets paralleled when uh, 
you know, Palpatine has Dooku and Dooku has Ventress, who is just a Sith assassin, not a not technically an apprentice, which is always how they get around that rule of two is like, well, we've got assassins, we got inquisitors, but they're not real Sith because we didn't give them the title of Darth. Uh, so, um, they, you know, they, there's, there's always, uh, there's always like that parallel that like, well, while you say it's a rule of two and there's two Sith, there's technically always at least three or four because <laughs> there's always someone training somebody to help them overthrow the one above them so that they can become the new yeah. two. <laughs> and you had that in like the Force Unleashed as well with Vader's Apprentice and stuff like that. Exactly. Which is a video game I, the first one, I really enjoyed. Uh, I mean, it was just a hack and slash, but I enjoyed the story of that one. I, I, I liked it a lot. Mm, mm. All right. So I think we've, uh, I think we've delved into the prophecy of the chosen one as much as we could given the information that we've been given based on the, on the, on the Star Wars uh, canon that, that we mm-hmm. know of. But I really want to encourage the, the the huge star wars fans that are listening to this to reach out to us on twitter we are at podfix sw debate reach out to us let us know what you think the prophecy of the chosen one is about let us know which one of us is absolutely wrong is an asshole uh for even thinking it and if you know more about the expanded universe or about current continuity and what they say about the prophecy of the chosen one i always like being educated Feel free to, to educate as, as much as you want. I will always respond and I'll always get back to you. Uh, and you can always uh, find me at Super Movie Pod on Twitter. I also do a weekly podcast, the Super Movie Brothers podcast. You can find that anywhere that podcasts are streaming. Duty? Uh, I am from Shaken Not Nerd. We're a, a news and reviews sort of podcast. So we review movies, video games, uh, the occasional comic book, and even some collectibles every now and then. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We sort of have a Snapchat, but it's not managed. And uh, and you can find our podcast on all good podcasting platforms, along with my good buddy who's sitting there in his Punisher hat. Dan, that's you, Dan. Plug your transition. I'm sorry. It was, I didn't it was a, that was a transition. It was a seamless, great transition. <laughs> it was very good. Uh, it was so seamless. I was just like, "What the fuck is he referencing?" I can't. I can't say. That I've never hit, been the, on his show. What is he like, talking he's about? He's like, is Ian in the corner wearing a <laughs> wearing a Punisher hat <laughs> too? What is happening? The, the Super Movie Brothers and Netflix and Swill is much better than that transition. I will say that. <laughs> Dan, where can everyone find you, man? Uh, yeah, you can find uh, my show, Netflix and Swill, where we do Netflix news, reviews, and booze on a weekly basis at uh, Facebook and Twitter, Netflix and Swill. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Podbean, and TuneIn Radio. Uh, that's where you can find all our podcasts. Perfect. It's, uh, it's certainly a show. I definitely say the bottom third of the the quality of the Netflix, of the network shows. <laughs> and oh, I don't think it's the bottom. I mean, we, none of us are the bottom. It's, We're all high quality podcasts. If you want to check out more <laughs> more podcasts from the Podfix Network, uh, start with us three. Obviously, the Super Movie Brothers, Shaken Not Nerd, and Netflix and Swell. But also go to, over to www.podfix.com to check out all the other shows that are part of the Podfix Network. And uh, be sure to. G- Give them all at least at least one episode a listen. Read the episode descriptions. Find out which one tickles your fancy the most. Give it a play, and you might find yourself a new weekly podcast to listen to. I want to thank everybody for listening, and remember that everything is true in Star Wars from a certain point of view. Bow, 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 bow.